Kendall. Yeah, how's it going? I'm very excited to tell people about movies they can find using their Pioneer Library System library card. I know. This is, one of, this is truly something I do get actually very excited about. Um, <laughs> we get very jazzed. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder 2022. Uh, I think this is our first episode of the year. Uh, we, ha- we find something, we try to pitch it to you in five minutes, something that's ac- accessible to you, something that's free with your library card. Um, but we have a theme. We're trying to get more theme track, theme-centric nowadays. Theme tracks works for this theme, though. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so Tracy, you actually picked this theme for 5-Minute Film Finder this week. What is our theme? It's bands. It's bands. Band movies, right? Band Would you movies. Say? Movies about specific bands. We were thinking about, we haven't done musicals yet. We haven't really done something music-oriented. Yes, we've done, like, we did the punk rock episode. I think Jamie in London did an episode that involved Anna and the Apocalypse, which is a Christmas zombie musical. Fantastic. But we haven't done a ton of musical episodes we until... haven't done like a rogers and hammerstein no but know? i like want to sign up for that one right meow <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but this is not a diegetic musical episode which is where they burst into song out of nowhere these are all bands who are well performing music yeah i mean i would say though i don't know I, actually on a counterpoint though i mean in my film in particular they do create the music that they're singing in the movies so like you do get a good mixture because you also have like Duran Duran playing over long soundscapes. So, like, it's it's a little of both. But I think these are really cool movies. Um, it's kind of that hybrid of, like, musicals, musical dramas, I guess, comedies. Yeah, it's a, it's a comedy with music. Yes, yours very is, much so. Yours is sad, though, also. Yeah, it's... It, yours is a dramedy with music. But I have to say, um, before we dive into it, I was so pleasantly surprised by this pick. Um, my, my pick in particular... Um, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. I watched it for this episode, and it's fantastic. It's been on my radar for forever. Um, had you seen? I, I don't want to inter- introduce it just yet, but have you? Had you seen? You've seen one of these movies. Have you seen both of them? I had not seen your movie. I okay. had seen my movie, which is part of why I got really excited to see that it was available on Hoopla because I hadn't thought about it in years (laughs) in years okay well on that note let's dive in uh if you're joining us for the first time again we'll have five minutes each uh wilhelm in the booth is going to keep track of us cut us off when we reach our five minutes we're going to try to have those minutes to sell you on these movies talk about things that we like talk about some people involved with the movie just overall qualities in general Uh, so i'm going to ask that wilhelm gets his timer ready and i'm going to tell you about dramatic pause 2016's Sing Street. So Sing Street is a movie uh, written and directed by John Carney. Um, It's a movie that was made in Ireland. Um, If you're not familiar with John Carney, you probably are remotely familiar with his big, big, big movie a couple years back called Once. I have never seen Once. Tracy, had you seen Once before? Yes, and I love Once. This was kind of like a, it was an indie movie, but also it was kind of huge. It was I, I have heard music from this movie. Yeah, so Falling Slowly was a duet from Once that got like super popular on pop radio. Yeah. And then Falling no, not Falling Slowly, Once itself was then made into a musical, a like West End and Broadway musical. Yeah, and it's um again, I had not seen Once. Uh, he also did a movie later called Begin Again, that I think starring is it Kira Knightley and Kira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. So yeah, he um had kind of been around again, Once was kind of bigger. I want to say Once was like mid 2000s. It was 
it was a while back. I would. Ca- I'm going to call a shot on 2007 for once. I think you're probably pretty close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sing Street was something that kind of came out of um, was just kind of getting some blurbs here and there. Again, it's a foreign film. Um, but John Carney is very special because he is not only good at writing a story, but he's also a very talented songwriter. Um, and this movie is actually kind of semi, semi-autobiographical. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, of his life growing up in Dublin in the 80s. Um, if you have any, any baseline love for The Cure, for Duran Duran, anything 80s related, big hair. Um, the hair in this movie, hi. So delicious. So good. The hair and the fingerless gloves. That that all just right there. If any of that intrigues you, you'll automatically love this movie. If you're not already into 80s culture and kind of this nostalgic look back, it's still a fantastic coming of age tale. Um, this movie, uh, let me give you some information on it. So it was written and directed by John Carney. It's starring the, um, the protagonist of this movie. Um, the actor that plays him has a very wild name. And, and I mean that in no disrespectful way, but it's Ferdio Walsh Pilo. Um, it's, yes, he plays Connor. I'm just going to refer to him as Connor because that's kind that's of a mouthful. Um, so Connor and then Lucy, uh, how do you pronounce her name? last name? Is it Boynton? Boynton, I believe. Boynton, and you were familiar with her. I was. Play- She's in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, plays Rafina, and then Jack Raynor, who was actually the only, well, I say this, and Aiden Gilead, but um, Jack Raynor was the only person I was familiar with outside of this, um, who plays the older brother, Brendan. Yes, I recognized movie. him, and I recognized the dad, who... Yeah, Aiden Gillen. Mm-hmm. Little finger from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right, exactly. That's where I knew him from. Um, so, but Jack Raynor, he's been, I've actually only ever seen him in kind of like bully-ish roles. Um, I thought he he was probably my favorite part of this movie. Oh, I loved him. I hated his wig, but I loved him. <laughs> his wig was a little He bad. was fabulous. <laughs> but let me give you some information on this movie. So this movie, the synopsis taken from IMDb, is a boy growing up in Dublin during the 1980s escapes his strained family life by starting a band to impress the mysterious girl he likes. Tracy, you are known for loving IMDb synopses. Uh, do you think that's pretty spot on? I actually do think that really does touch on a lot of it, but there is also, like you said, this is a real, uh, like, here, fancy word, Bildungsroman. It's a real coming-of-age story, um, and so it does do a lot with, like, bullying, if you were triggered at all by bullying, and then there's also some, like, slur usage in here, like, yes. beware of that, but it's, mm-hmm. it is, like, I thought it was going to be fun all the way through and sure. it was but there's definitely highs and lows and a lot of really emotional moments yeah and it and you are correct to point that out it is rated pg-13 but there are moments of bullying there are some slurs used um it kind of uses the escape of saying it was part of the time period um but that being said it is it is a movie about a boy that is put into a boy's boarding school um he is a, a lot there's a lot of parallels between this and like irish culture irish culture historically um, is kind of views itself as kind of down and out in a lot of ways. Um, and, and that's a big theme of this movie in relation to being so close to like England, which a lot of people know England for success. So I won't take up too much time on this, but it's about a boy of finding finding escapism through 1980s music and, and building a band with his friends. The ensemble cast of this movie is fantastic. I loved his friend who was obsessed with rabbits so much. Yes. One, because he was obsessed yeah. with rabbits, and two, because he looked like Corey Feldman. Yeah. Oh, great. I mean, he was 
easily my favorite. Um, just the, the music is so organic and great. I'm almost out of time here, but it is fantastic. I cannot recommend Sing Street enough. I mean, it, you will not be disappointed. The ratings are really high on this one. You can find it on Canopy, um, I know for sure. Uh, use your library card to seek out Sing Street. I absolutely cannot recommend it enough to people who love things about music, things about dramas, things about up-and-coming uh, comedies, and that is I'm Out of Time. Ah! Check out Sing Street. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Tracy's Pick. Yay! Hi there, this is Kendall from the 5-Minute Film Finder, and we wanted to take a few moments to share with you some of our other shows brought to you by the Pioneer Library System. StoryCraft aims to give you tips and tricks for inspiration for making storytelling and creative writing a part of your daily life. Are you new to writing? Maybe you're a seasoned writer looking for inspiration to spice things up, or possibly even somewhere in between. Well, you're in the right place. Join our hosts for creative writing workshops and exercises designed to deepen your experiences of all things StoryCraft. The second show is Folk Tales for Friends. On this kid-friendly podcast, you can get to know our library staff and share some of our favorite folk tales from around the world. Join them for folk tales coming from Europe, North America, and much more. Families are welcome to listen together and learn about the many different cultures from around our world. Our librarians can't wait to share the stories children are told around the globe. All of this is brought to you by the team at the Pioneer Library System. Each show is available from wherever you get your podcasts. You can contact us by email at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. Thanks for listening. All right, we are back and we're going to take a quick kind of shift over from uh, hair glam 1980s nostalgia uh, to... Uh, what the... I don't even know how to describe this movie. <laughs> yeah, Tracy, what's your pick for the week? Let's just get into it. My pick for the week, uh, like I said, was a movie that I had watched years ago that I feel like nobody's ever heard of. And then I saw it was on Hoopla and I was so excited and I was like, we have to talk about the history of future folk. <laughs> I have to say, I'm going to stop you right there. I thought this was going to be like, I thought you picked a, I mean, a truly a like documentary about like folk music. And I was kind of like, ah, I don't know, like maybe let's try to get for something a little more energized. And then you read the IMDb plot synopsis. <laughs> what is this movie, Tracy? Which reads as follows. The possibly exaggerated origin story of the real-life alien bluegrass band Future Folk that has been playing the New York City audiences for the better part of a decade. That's not a Mad Lib. No, though it could be one. <laughs> could um, be one. So let's let's get into it. The history of Future Folk. Um, so we were talking about it a little bit earlier because you were trying to do some internet research into them. And there's little to none. Mm -hmm. um, but Although they've been around for a while. They have. So Future Folk has been a band. Future Folk was a, a real band. That started performing in 2004, I think, is what their uh, Wikipedia page says. And basically, Future Folk, as a real band, performs as two aliens <laughs> who crash-landed from the planet Hondo, <laughs> became aware of Earth music, became obsessed with it, forgot, forgot their Hondonian mission... And then became a bluegrass band. And their costumes are fantastic. And their right? costumes are buck wild. They so, have straight buckets on their heads. Yes. And that's actually a point in the movie where the guy who was on stage performing, he says, whenever I crash landed on Earth, I didn't know what a bucket was. So <laughs> I did not know. 
Um, so what the movie The History of Future Folk is, is the real live band Future Folk has a ridiculously intense background <laughs> for their characters, General Trius and the Mighty Kevin, aliens from the planet Hondo. So they thought it would be really fun to condense that story into a one hour and 25 minute film. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep laughing. I'm, <laughs> oh, no, I know it's not it's contributing hilarious. much, but With it's just little so little to ridiculous. no budget. So basically the backstory, the plot of the history of future folk is General Trius was sent from the planet Hondo to unleash a virus on the planet Earth to take out humanity because the planet of Hondo is going to have a comet crash into it. And so they need a place to live. Earth is a perfect place with like a nitrogen-based atmosphere where Hondonians could live. Hondonians look exactly like humans. <laughs> That's, I, I want to say, I, uh, you know, that just happens to be helpful with the budget. It does happen <laughs> to be helpful with the budget, which there is, I think, was made on a nickel. Sure. So Crash lands on Earth, discovers Earth music... And then decides that he cannot destroy humanity because he loves the things they've made so much, particularly music, becomes a bluegrass musician. He's lived on Earth for 11 years, has started a family with a human woman, and is trying to find a way to explode the comet that is going to crash into Hondo from Earth. Then unexpectedly, the Hondonians send an assassin called the Mighty Kevin. Oh, and that's the other member. That's the other member. (laughs) Who also lands on Earth to try to kill General Trius and start the virus process so that the Hondonians can come to Earth because the comet is very close to crash landing into Hondo. But he also becomes obsessed with bluegrass music. (laughs) I love that there's always a a but. It's like, you know, you have some galaxy space opera. But that's all abandoned for bluegrass music. Yes, but it's all abandoned for bluegrass music. Um, And so they start a band together and now together are trying to destroy the comet that is going to crash into Hondo from Earth. Mm -hmm. But then there's another assassin who comes after them. There's a whole thing. They have to stop both Earth and Hondo from being destroyed with both lasers and the power of music. Also, there's romance. Yeah. Intrigue. It's fascinating. D. Snyder. D. Snyder. <laughs> yes, D. Snyder is in this movie. Worth um, price of admission yeah, alone. I should say, oh boy, I'm almost out of time. I should uh, mention the names of the musicians. Um, Nils de Allaire is General Trius slash Bill. Mm. Uh, Jay Clates is the Mighty Kevin. This movie um, was written by John Mitchell and then also co-directed by him and co-directed by Jeremy Kip Walker. Who is mostly a producer. He produced things like The Big Sick and Gerald's Game, a few like really well known movies oh, sure, um, of yeah. recent years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this movie, oh gosh, I'm already out of time. How did that happen? That happened so fast. I know, it was a good explanation. Oh boy. I wanted to say, and, and I want your opinion on this, this seems like this caters to fans that would also get enjoyment out of like Fly the Concord, Tenacious D, kind of ridiculous. Yes, if you are into like comedy folk at all, like Fly to the Concords, like Tenacious D, this is absolutely your thing. If you're into really low-budget indie movies, super fun, super well done, totally wild ride. Couldn't recommend it enough. Like I said, it's a cool hour and 25 minutes, so it just flies by. So fun. Sure. And, and the how's the music? Oh, so catchy. There is a song called Space Worms that uh-huh. is about how a man, he was a, spa- a space worm farmer, but now he's on Earth and there are no space worms. And he doesn't know what to do. 
can't recommend it enough. It's the, the struggle of the space farmer. Of the space worm farmer. <laughs> That's great. Oh, so last but not, do you have any last thoughts on this movie to send us out? Watch it. It's so fun. And then absolutely watch Sing Street. I watched Sing Street with my parents, and they loved it. It's a great film. Yeah. Both these movies um, are just a good time again. You know, you might experience different emotions through the two of them, but, uh, you know, it's absolutely check both these out. These are both available uh, through the uh, Internet subscriptions that we have, a Hoopla and Canopy, through your library card. Of course, we are always happy to bring you these movies. Tracy, I'm so happy that you are able to join us today. Me too. For our first episode of 2022, starting it off with a good note. A great note. It's going to be a, a good year. For Music fi- notes. Music notes, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be a good year for 5-Minute Film Finder. We want to thank you guys so much. If you'll leave us a like, a comment, uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, any type of feedback, we are always welcome and open to uh, so we can know how to better improve our show. If you guys ever have any suggestions, you can reach out to us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. And um, I think that's it. Yeah. Until next talking. time, yeah, we'll uh, catch you later. Bye. Thank you.